Hello, all of our beautiful third roommates. What's going on, guys? It's Peter here. I have a very, very, very special, close to the heart interview for you guys. Just me today, but I am bringing on my parents to uh, to give you guys a little debrief on the most special flight of my career, of my dad's career, his final final trip with United Airlines, his retirement trip. We're going to go into all the details and walk you guys through everything we were feeling, everything that happened, and uh, you know, go down uh, the last 37 years of his career. It, th- this is uh, this is a really great interview, and, and uh, I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. We got some great videos that we're going to attach to social, so you guys can uh, really feel it uh, what we were feeling. And as you guys know, it is great to uh, be back in New York City. Been gone for a minute. I've missed doing these uh, podcasts from our beautiful city. So as you know, a city can be loud. Uh, if you guys do hear any jackhammers or any other city noises going on in the background, I apologize. Not much we can do about that. But it's uh, one of the joys of living in New York. But just a little, little disclaimer there. Without further ado, let's get my parents on and get into this. All right. Well, I think we have a, a fun little conversation to have today to uh, debrief what I would consider the biggest moment in my career. And I can confidently say the biggest moment that I'll ever experience in my career. But I have my parents here joining us on the pod to uh, to debrief my dad's final trip with United Airlines. So Welcome, guys. Oh, thank you. This is a pleasure. It's such a pleasure. I love you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> love you guys. Well, so we were kind of talking a little bit there. I, I want to give you the floor, Capitan, and let you uh, finish what you were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was talking about how, you know, I remember when you first got the 787 bid, and of course, I was super excited. And, you know, I knew my time was was winding down and you were just like so positive, you know, like this is going to work out. We're going to, we're going to be able to fly your retirement flight. And, you know, I'm, I'm just, you know, you know me, right. I'm, I'm always the realistic one and everything. And I'm thinking, wow, a lot of things have to happen to make that actually succeed because, you know, just getting through training, getting your IOE, getting a, a flight scheduled, but you know, you were just so gung ho about it. And it just, it just really pumped me up. And you can talk about, I guess your training or, you know, how, how, the, how tight it actually was. Yeah. But. I, I think, I mean, that's definitely, I want to get into that because just to kind of, it's fun, like to look back on it now, how kind of crazy an idea this was that this was actually going to work. <laughs> the odds were not, were not in our favor. And just to give you guys a little background, no. I, I had, you know, obviously I had flown it, you know, for Delta airlines for about three years, um, before I got the call to come over to United and a huge reason. I remember sitting in, in my, uh, is my regional chief pilot's office, a great guy over at Delta. And I just, I came clean with him and, you know, he, we had had a close relationship and obviously it's, you know, it can always be a little awkward to talk about leaving the company that, you know, Delta treated me great. There was, you know, nothing wrong there, but I mm-hmm. told them that a huge reason, probably the biggest reason that I need to do this was the dream to fly with my dad and give it a chance. And I'd regret it for the rest of my life if I at least didn't try and never knowing if it was going to possibly work out. And so I remember talking with him and he looked me in the eye and, you know, you could tell that he didn't enjoy me saying that I was, I was leaving, but he understood. And he's like, if I was in the same position, honestly, I do the exact same thing. And so that was a big gamble to take, you know, to leave three years of seniority, to leave Delta and, and make the jump over. But in the back of my mind, I always 
believed that it was going to work and uh, put it out there and it ended up working. And just to give you guys a little bit more background, so getting over to United, I had originally been awarded this, this 787 bid, the airplane that my, my dad is on. And I had been awarded it in like October, October of 21. And this was all looking good. And it's like, oh my God, this is going to work out. Uh, plenty of time. I was scheduled for training in February to go through it, to be fully checked out, to, to be put on his flight. And training then starts getting delayed and pushed back and pushed back. And now I'm thinking, are you kidding me? So freaking close. Like we did everything we could and there's nothing I can do about this. Like if training gets pushed back, it gets pushed back. And then, and then we ended up, start, we had some conversations like, you know, we, we can't, we can't, you know, feel bad about this. We tried, um, this would have been an incredible opportunity, but at the end of the day, we only have so much control. I remember you kind of like console me with that. And it was tough, but like, I still didn't want to give up on it. And I remember being on a trip in Denver, one of my last trips, actually, I didn't even realize it at the time, but I got a voicemail from one of the uh, ladies in the scheduling department for training. And it's a voicemail, and I see on the text readout, I think you're going to want to give me a call, uh, have a 7-8 class. <laughs> and I lost my mind. I gave her a call back ASAP, and it was to start in like six days, which is a quick turnover time with all the training you got to do. And you got to do a lot of CBTs, computer-based training, all those modules. Oh, my God. And uh, But I was like, we're doing it. We're doing it. And the class was slotted for March 1st. My dad's last flight was April 15th. So I was going to finish uh, end of March. I had two days off. And then we quickly got an IOE trip scheduled, uh, which is the final flight that you do in the real airplane with the Czech airman. And then you get signed off. And then we got released to the line. But this all came, no joke. If, guys, if, if this isn't an example of of manifestation and put your dreams out there and, and don't ever, ever give up on them. Let this be an inspiration for that because it could, I truly believe it. I mean, this could not have been closer. This was one week. We made it within one week of planning this years out in advance, one week of having it all work out. And uh, we got to do the flight. Amen. <laughs> all right, Capitan, 37 years, yes. 37 years in the books. I would describe it. I know you've described, you, you know, you were so fortunate to be able to have it, but a fairy tale career fairy tale career. I mean, quite honestly, not every airline pilot, for the majority of airline pilots, they don't get to experience the career that you were fortunate enough to experience. And I know you feel so grateful for that. You met mom through the whole experience uh, on a trip. She she loved your butt and that, and the rest is history. <laughs> I did. <laughs> no boy. And, um, but I'm sure you guys have, and you know, insane amount of stories of being able to fly together and, and you know enjoy the career even before Jack and I you know we're even here but I want to give you the floor to just describe to you what these last 37 years meant obviously it's such a large portion of your life to give to uh, this wonderful airline and um, I know you did it the right way so what what did that mean to you oh boy it, it was incredible you know when i look back on 37 years first of all i i can't believe that it's actually been 37 years because it just like went by in the you know in the blink of an eye but you know i have been extremely fortunate and and i want to thank united for you know having given me the opportunity to, to do what i love it's it's been really good and you know they they've Guys, it, don't be sorry at all, Captain. This is the passion that that you're showing right now. Obviously, has been something that honestly was a big reason that inspired me to fall in love with flying. And I think it's I think it's so beautiful, you know, seeing you express this. How cool is that that you you found something to do with your life that you that you loved so so damn much. So don't worry, this, this is a beautiful thing. 
Yeah, no, it has. I mean, they, they've been so good to our family. You know, we're, we're an aviation family and, you know, as, as Barbara always says, always united. And it, it's just, you know, to think that I'm handing over the reins to you and knowing just, you know, how in good hands, you know, United will be with, with pilots like you and, 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 and Jack coming on soon and, and, you know, this next generation, but it's just, when I look back and reflect on everything, it, you know, when, when I got, what, what's so great about this is that I, I am literally reliving my new hire days through you. And, you know, when you were going to your training and, and it was just because I knew that my time was getting short and it, I know exactly what you're going through. And, and I, and you know, that I always say to you, appreciate every single moment. It's, it's so easy to get caught up in, in the, you know, the minutia of what's going on. And you see people getting frustrated with, with things that might be going on in the operation, but it's just a, a, appreciate every single moment because it is, it, it goes so fast. And, you know, my, my whole progression from getting hired at United, I remember when, oh my God, when I, you know, when I was applying to the airlines and, and then I got a, a letter from United that, you know, to come in for an interview, I, I was just, oh my God, it was one of the happiest days of my life. And, you know, so I'm preparing for this interview and going and buying a suit. And and uh, back then, it was three solid days of, of interviewing and testing and medical and, and simulator rides. And it was just, but I just embraced it. I loved it. You know, of course, I was nervous. And how can you not be nervous? You know, the chance to fly for United Airlines, it was always my first choice of, of airlines. And it, it was just so great. And then, you know, getting to new higher school and, and the camaraderie that you had with all the people in your class and getting together in the hotel and, you know, and, and talking about the day. And it was just, it was just so wonderful. And all the different airplanes. I mean, I've been so blessed. You know, I started out as a, as a flight engineer on the DC-10. And here I am, I'm based in Denver. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm new to this whole airline game. And, and, we had what was probably the best trip in in United Airlines system. This is back in 1985, and it was Denver to Honolulu for a 32 hour layover. Damn, light, lights are off. Home. I know. And and of course, that was, that was your first reserve. trip. <laughs> well, that that was that was what I was. That was my airline life at the time. I was a DC, you know, a DC 10 engineer, and that was a trip. And I'm like. Boy, life is tough, you know. I, I go from Denver to Honolulu for 32 hours and then fly home, and it's like, wow, can it get any better than this? And then uh, at, on one of my trips on, on uh, as a flight engineer on the DC-10, I was in Chicago, going, uh, getting ready to. Oh, I think I think I know where I think I know this is going. Did you bring a bathing suit? <laughs> right. And uh, you've been practicing your Rosetta Stone Spanish for quite a while yeah, before right. this. Actually, actually, you know, it, it, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it was just like, you know, I, we had a very special passenger on board the flight that day who was a deadheading flight attendant. Oh, wow. And yeah, I'm coming back from my, from my walk around and walking up the aisle and she had boarded early and oh my God, your mother was sitting in a first class seat, deadheading down and 
as I'm walking by, I kind of glanced over and I said, wow, you know, and I, and I kept walking and, <laughs> and of course she's told her story about this whole thing about when I walk, you, you can jump in anytime, sweetie, if you want to. <laughs> how, 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 how tight were your pants? I'm just curious when you were a new hire, I, how tight were I didn't these pants? think they were that tight. Come on now. I didn't think they were that okay. tight. They weren't that tight. It was just the, the whole thing was just perfect. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the the rest is, is beautiful history. We ended up, I mean, that's another thing that, you know, if, if not for United Airlines, I would have never met your mother and, 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 and had the beautiful life that we have. But we, you know, we, we met and engaged and, you know, engaged in some, some conversation. Hola. Hola. <laughs> and ended up our wonderful, uh, starting our wonderful story. And, and that, uh, that, that's what, that's one thing that I, Obviously, I think you know, people that have, have kind of followed our story can see that we're very passionate about United and the whole airline and just in our, in our career and what we've chosen to do. But a huge thing is the family aspect that United truly has mm-hmm. created for us. Like you just said, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't exist if you didn't fly for United, you know? If, mm-hmm. if you guys never met on a United flight, and I actually remember, you know, yep. bringing that up in, in, uh, you know, in my interview, United interview, Jesus, I was probably the, really? the most, I was probably the most <laughs> emotional. I was so damn like kind of embarrassed, but like at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I, you can't fake that. And like, that's just, that was real. Right. But I, I like the last question that they always ask at the United interviews, you know, currently is why United? And a huge thing was just what it meant to me. United has been like my family and yep. I, it just, I, yeah, I remember just breaking down cause it just, it means so damn much. And I think you kind of gave a little insight of, of kind of why that is. And it's a beautiful we, thing. We are, we are absolutely a, a United family and, and I couldn't be more proud and or happy that it's worked out this way. We are truly blessed. So yes, definitely always United. Yes. <laughs> always United. You guys met love at first sight, love at first, butt sight. And, uh, <laughs> that's I, the first I've ever heard that one. That's a hey, good one. Hey, you know what? You like what you like. And so you guys, then you were able to do trips together. You got at that time, you were able to buddy bid pilot flight attendant, correct? Yes. That was when we were flying out of Washington Dulles airport. They had, you know, started that operation. I can't remember the exact year, but that was my first I got out to Washington by taking my first co-pilot bid, and that was on the 737. That's how I got out there. But we had actually met on the DC-10 prior to that. And of course, Barbara was based in Chicago, but we ended up getting married. So, you know, we moved to to Washington Dulles, to the Virginia area, and we were there. I was flying on, on various airplanes for about 15 years based out of Washington. But in reference to your question, yes, when I was on the 767 as a, uh, it was a 757-767, we flew both types. As a first officer, I, I loved the Washington base. You know, there was all that European flying, and I just, that's just my favorite place to go is Europe. And we flew together a lot to Madrid because Barbara was the language qualification person on the airplane and she flew purser quite a bit and it was just wonderful flying together because boy let me tell you we sure got guys loved flying with me when we went over there because i mean you, you know spoiled? back then oh we got so spoiled and back then you know we'll, we'll get back to it i'm sure but the service that they provided is i mean the first class service was 
it, it would it would blow your mind. I mean, they came down. It was like a seven course extravaganza, you know, with the, the the first the drinks and the hot nuts, and then the appetizers, and you know, they would be like they would slice the meat, the Chateaubriand, right there out in the in the aisle, and and you know, the caviar and the Dom Perignon. I mean, it was just crazy. But the the result of that is that we always got fed up in the cockpit with all this really really nice food. Because Barbara would bring that up to us. And, you know, like I said, guys love flying to me when we flew together. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. All right. Yeah. Mom, what would you say looking, you know, obviously I, I've been able to see it, you know, just in your eyes flying, you know, when we've been passengers on a flight with dad, what would be like, how would you describe the pride that you felt flying with him from working with him to being a passenger on a flight that, you know, that he was the captain of? Oh, I'm speechless. <laughs> For once, you know, the pride in my heart, it has been, the whole experience has been so touching. And, you know, I just wanted to bring up a little story that as you're saying these things that I was so, when I look back at everything, it was such a cute story. He had just gotten on the, his first trip out of the, on the 67, 767, it was to Paris. It was his first trip to Paris. (laughs) You're going to get a kick out of this one. We're going to Paris. And he says to me, he goes, oh, he says, your, your days are off. You know, those days you have off. Why don't you try to come with me on my first one? And I said, I'd love to. So, I mean, who turns down a trip to Paris? But Right, right. right? Especially yeah. a date to Paris. <laughs> yeah. and, 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 and the whole thing was, I was five months pregnant okay, with you. <laughs> oh. I was five months pregnant with you. But I could still fly at the time. You know, I was still was able mm-hmm. to. So I get on the plane. I'm all excited. We're heading out to Paris. Well, actually, we get into the airport. I get my seat. And the gentleman right next to me, it was a first-class seat. And the gentleman next to me, I'm so thrilled and I'm so excited. I have to share with everyone that my husband is the first officer on this trip. <laughs> and... And I do, I talk to everyone, right? So he's sitting right next to me and we've been talking for a little bit before we started, you know, getting ready for takeoff. And as we're taking off and we're rolling down the the runway, I look at him, I go, I'm so excited. This is my husband's first (laughs) trip on this airplane. That's probably the last thing this guy wanted to hear. (laughs) The last thing he wants to hear. But you know what? I, 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 I was just so happy and I so much pride and I know he's such a great pilot and I was just, I just wanted to share it with him, you know, all good. Cause I'm like you very positive person. And I just, I was so happy at the time, you know, that it was happening. So as we're rolling, I look over at him, I go, this is his first trip on this airplane. <laughs> oh, and he looked at me and goes, Oh, <laughs> oh. And then, and then, and then, you know, afterwards, of course, you know, he, when we were in the air and he just started saying, you know, I told him a little bit about Peter, you know, my husband, and he was just like so impressed, you know, with everything that he had been flying and so forth in the past. So I was really, really just so full of everything, all good things in my heart. So yes, lots and lots of pride. And I'm so, so, oh my gosh, so happy to have seen this, you know, this retirement trip, you know, when I saw you guys walking down by the concourse coming in, by when we were waiting at the gate, my heart was just so full of, of, 
of all good things, of all great ingredients, love, you know, pride, just happiness. You know, it was just, it was just a beautiful thing. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm so proud of all of you guys. I and then to see Jack in there too. Oh, that that was that was truly and and we can get into that now. That was such a a dream come true. And I it it, honestly like I've now we've had a couple days to kind of like process everything and and really feel it all. But it's kind of cool. I mean, even from my you know from my book writing from like the first time that I remember seeing you you know dressed up in your uniform operating the actual airplane on a flight with you to think from that moment to now walking up to the gate with you and being dressed in that same uniform with you all these years later it like that i i keep saying that was like that was magic for me like that it was magic i i will never forget that feeling that i felt and just it the whole, everything in that moment was so worth it and uh, there was zero doubt in my mind like any decision i had made and it just I like didn't want it to end. I just wanted to just like keep experiencing it and keep feeling it. And I was like, damn, I wish it was, this was more than just one trip, but you know, we're going to make this trip, you know, the best damn trip of our lives. And, you know, walking up to the gate, it was pretty cool. So this is, this is, so this, we can get into this trip guys. We we started from LA. We went LA to Newark. That was going to be on the 13th. And then on April 13th, and we're gonna have a layover and then fly back the morning of the 15th on April 15th. So that first flight, we show up to the gate. And I remember personally, so like this is, you know, my dad had given me the leg to fly out. He was obviously gonna have the, the last leg flying back. And so for me, I'm just like, you know, obviously I, I, you know, very confident in, in my abilities and my skill, but this was just like a whole different, like, I, I just, I want to just impress my dad so much. I just want to, you know, I want to make him proud right now, like in this flight. This was like the, it was, it, it was almost like a pressure, but it wasn't a pressure at the same time. Just, I was so excited to do it and like be able to fly like by your side and have everyone on board. And I remember showing up to the gate and we see the Newark flight and one of our, one of your chiefs out in LA had a, a really special announcement and uh, presented you with a, a retirement award, a beautiful award and did a, a speech kind of describing your career and how this was going to be your last trip, you know, with United and then immediately just like emotions start taking over like crazy and being able to see you just kind of relive it as he's talking all, you know, his, all the airplanes you've flown. And, and then it's just so cool because at this point, everyone on the board, we're flying a 787-900 uh, or Dash 9. You know, that's a lot, a lot of people in the, in the boarding area. And then everyone just starts applauding for you and showing you so much love. And I was like, all right, we are off. Like this is, this is the beginning of that. What, what was that like for you standing there? knowing that we're about to embark here on, on your last last trip and everything that was about to happen for us. You know, the, the whole thing was so surreal. I mean, just trying to keep it together as we were walking, you know, through the terminal and, and going to our gate. I mean, I, I knew it was, you know, the last trip, but I, I, I kind of was trying to keep that out of my mind. I mean, I, I, it was, it was like, I, I mean, I can't really remember everything that happened because my my brain was in overdrive and so many emotions, (sighs) but you know, having, knowing I was flying with you and Jack was going to be in the jump seat, it, it couldn't have ended any better. You know, when Chris was giving me his, his retirement speech, for me and, and going through the progression of airplanes and just everything that was happening. 
I mean, I, I had actually wanted to say something, but I, I couldn't, I, I was so choked up and it was just, just a powerful moment. But, you know, once we got through the jetway and onto the airplane, it was like, you know, we, we have to get down to business. And that, that, that's one thing I wanted to say. It was, it was so cool to me, you know, throughout my entire flying career, we've always had a saying flap, fly like a pro. And just, you know, this obviously this profession is one that you always have to take so seriously and, and be the ultimate professional at all times. You can never waver from that. And that's like, that's something that you instilled in me from, you know, my very first flight lesson. And we've always, you know, we always say flap to each other, you know, just signing off or about to go off for a trip or whatever. But it, to me, it was so cool seeing, you know, I, everyone was experiencing those emotions in that moment and then going on the jet bridge and then going, you know, I'm still taking it in as we're walking through the first class section to get to the front of the cockpit mm -hmm. and get in and put our bags away. And then it just like, boom, I just saw your whole demeanor. Just, it just, you were the ultimate program. You were the ultimate captain and it, you were just, you were ready to, to perform the flight and, and do all your duties and not miss a beat. And I remember just like admiring that like crazy and like, wow, like that, my dad is the ultimate pro to be able to just, you know, take all this and just turn it off for a second and get down to business. Just something that I've always looked up to you for and seeing that in that moment just made it even more, you know, even stronger for me. And we got to business and it, it was crazy. It was, you know, thank you for those, those kind words. But I just have to say that watching you, because I mean, I, I had to put everything in perspective too. You had just gone through this entire school and and you know this is a this is a complicated airplane and you know you you went on your your ioe and and by the way i, I want to give a shout out to uh, your your czech airman gary moore because he's he's a good friend of mine and you were so blessed to have him as as, as your line check airman very knowledgeable person and and he prepared you you know exceptionally for your first let's say solo flight and when I was watching you do your cockpit setup, I was like, this, this does, you know, you, you looked like the, a seasoned professional. It wasn't like some, you know, normally I've flown with a lot of guys that have just, you know, are new to the airplane and they're like, you know, they, I can just tell when they're, when they're setting up the cockpit that they're a little unsure of things or they'll, they'll ask me is, do we, do we do that? You know, and, and, and you were so, so professional and you knew everything so perfectly. And, and I, I, I just want to thank you for your professionalism and, and how seriously you took your schooling and, and your, your IOE and you really, really learned it very well. And I couldn't be more proud. Well, thank you. That means, that means a lot. Yeah, huge, huge shout out to Captain Gary Moore. So cool. You guys, you know, obviously started your careers together and it's very cool. You know, his family actually has experienced, you know, and, and feels the, the exact same way about United as I know ours does. His son, Blake, right. was hired, you know, two weeks. His class is two weeks before mine and he's got two other sons that are, are uh, you know, coming on to United hopefully soon like Jack. But yeah, thank Captain Moore, he he was a, a huge reason why this all worked out, being able to get me through IOE in time to, to get on your mm -hmm. flight. Getting back to that flight, I just, yeah, I just got to say, it, that was 
words really can't describe how special it was. You know, we, we, we took off. We had the red eye, new, uh, LA to, to, to Newark and just so surreal. Uh, I remember advancing those throttles and, um, and, you know, pressing toga and check thrust and, and we were off and taken off. And it, it just, it was, it was a very, very surreal moment for me. We get to get to Newark and, you know, do our approach in there. It's a beautiful, you know, view of the city coming in and just perfect perfect in every way. We land and then there's a surprise for us that boy, I'll say <laughs> that we neither one of us knew for sure. Well, no, we just we didn't know it was coming. I know you had hoped for it, I had hoped for it. It's something that I had thought about as a little kid, truly. When you the first time you ever told me that this thing existed, I always imagined what it would be like to experience that for you. And I mean, come on, being able to be in the right seat with you, Jack in the jump seat right there with us. We taxi off the runway, guys. We pull onto a taxiway alpha. We make a right turn. I remember we have a FedEx heavy taxiing off our right side. I'm checking in with ground, then going over to ramp, and we still don't know what's coming. And we're approaching our, our intersection to taxi into the ramp. And the ground controller, you know, she had known and it was so cool. She's like, oh man, congratulations. So cool. Father, son flight, retirement flight. You know, thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm checking into ramp and then we see these two fire trucks. And then I want you to describe what happened next. Well, you know, when we pulled on to Alpha, I I could see way down in the distance at uh, Romeo Fox, which was the entrance to our alleyway where we were going to park. I, I could see, you know, some flashing lights, but that's that's not unusual. Only because sometimes there's the fire trucks will go to a, a, a you know, with paramedics to an airplane that requires some medical assistance and whatnot. And then then we're getting closer, and I'm and I'm thinking, you know, in the back of my head, wow, you know, maybe you know, maybe this is going to be a, a water cannon salute. And and as as we got, you know, prior, you know, to to making our turn, we we, we both knew all three of us actually that that this was happening and as as i pulled into uh the alleyway there i mean when those water cannons started shooting and you know us driving through and and thank god we have a a a video of this from the perspective of the the firefighters right from their truck and then you know they're they're you know they're honking those deep throaty horns and oh my god incredible i remember i remember looking over to you it was just incredible and i immediately just saw your your eyes just start to to get all teary-eyed and then it just started hitting me and i know jack and it exceeded anything i ever could have imagined what that would have felt like you're so right with the it it was just such a dramatic setting with these huge fire cannons or um, water cannons just blasting off and creating this beautiful arc for you to taxi under and just salute you and and say thank you and show respect for you know the amazing career that you gave to United, that was special. Mom, what what you you were you know you were in the back there. I think five five A from your vantage point. What was that like? Well, I got to see a little bit when we made the turn. I saw some fire trucks, and I had never seen one. And I thought, that's it, that's it. So all of a sudden, all this water just came out by my window. And I was just, like I said, I couldn't, I did not get the view that you guys got, but boy, I got a lot of water coming towards my window and I knew exactly what that was. 
that was I'm so happy yeah that we have that video um the chiefs and our chiefs and our chief pilots in Newark did an incredible job huge shout out to them too for coordinating all that and and getting the uh, the videos to to us uh I mean we'll we'll never forget that moment no and yeah you taxi in it, it, it's just you know you know for a lot of people that I guess they don't you know quite understand what that is but I mean it's it's just such a sign of respect on a final flight you know that water cannon salute and the fact that we could get it done in Newark you know and again shout out to to Fabian Garcia the chief pilot there I'm sure he had a lot to do with that because I knew that we weren't going to get one in LA because of the water restrictions out there. And so that, you know, they stopped doing that, but to get it done like that and, and, and have the two of you in the cockpit, I mean, just the three of us, it was just, it was magic. And you know, that video, I mean, I'm never going to forget that moment. I'm never going to forget the entire flight period, but that was really special way to end that flight. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. We'll, we'll post videos guys. If you haven't seen it yet uh, of this exact water cannon salute, so you can, you can put an image to it. And it was, yeah, it was true magic. We, we taxi in, we, uh, we deplane, and it was so cool. We had, I'm excited to share with everyone. We had, you know, United has been incredible with this whole thing. They, they, they had film crews, guys, that, that followed us on, on both legs. And, you know, that, that whole finished product yet hasn't been, they're, they're still editing it, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. That's going to encompass all this, the whole flight. But they, they were on that first leg, and we, and we uh, you know, we said bye to them. We, we went into the city for our, uh, our layover. We had a little surprise plan for you uh, <laughs> that you had no idea about. Um, <laughs> I had no idea about. Oh my god, that was. You thought incredible. we were going. So my dad thought we had all tricked him. Oh, we're going to go to Carmine's, which is one of our favorite Italian restaurants here in the city. And uh, so that's the plan. We're going to meet downstairs. It's, at this point, it's just my mom, my dad, uh, Jack, Christine, my my brother's fiance, and myself. And we're, we're eating downstairs at our time. And then we have one of our good friends, Udochi from Nomad's place. He meets us and uh, my dad's at first he's like, oh, Adochi, what's going on? He, like my dad knows Adochi, but yeah. he's like, oh, good to see you. <laughs> that was so weird because he's he's like all dressed up and he's got this umbrella. It was it just started raining there and we're we're at the entrance to the hotel coming out. He goes, oh yeah, you know, I have a I have a car over here for you. And oh my God, we walk around the corner and there's this huge stretch <laughs> white limousine and I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so it was cool. awesome. And you still didn't know where we were going. You thought we were still probably just going to Carmine's. Nope. And uh, we, sh- we no show idea. up to uh, Magic Hour, which, guys, if you haven't checked it out, in New York City is a spot to see. Beautiful venue right near Perfect View, the Empire State Building, a nice rooftop restaurant, bar lounge. And we had had a surprise party planned for you with a bunch of your friends and my friends and waiting for waiting for you there and everyone was just so happy to celebrate you and your amazing retirement that was awesome time that was i i I cannot thank you enough i mean the the effort that you put into organizing that and the venue again like you said was spectacular you know we're, we're looking out right there the empire state building is right there but inside was so cool too you know the the all all of my friends that were there that you organized and, and, and got this together. I mean, it was just, it, it was just so special. And, and you, you had this fantastic cake with, you know, my final flight from the 747 days and, you know, flap, flap. <laughs> of course, fly like a pro was, was on there. It was, the significance was just like, it was so perfect. You, it, you did not miss a single detail. And I, I can't thank you enough for the most wonderful retirement party. And and the thing that was most amazing for me 
was that I was able to keep it a secret. <laughs> I was impressed with you being able to do that. I was just like, I, I can't say a word. And you would call me and then I would change the sub, you know, like whatever we were talking about, right. I would change the conversation because <laughs> he would come into the room or, or he'd have to be away from the room when I would call you. And I'm thinking, wow, I have to pat myself here. You know, <laughs> I kept it a secret and it really, I wanted to say also, thank you so much, but for you know, doing what you did, and a huge shout out also to Nomad's Place oh, yeah. and to Juliana Martins for putting it all together for us. It really, it was so so touching. It really was a beautiful night and uh, a night that we will always remember. That's incredible. So true. Yeah, Juliana did an amazing job as well, just coordinating everything and getting that venue and uh, and Udochi from from Nomads. You know all the details that they put into it. A lot of people, a lot of people care about you, Captain. I, uh, I, I'm, I am humbled and, uh, you know, it was, it was bad enough knowing, I mean, I did not want to give up flying. I, I, I love it so much, but going out the way that I did and, and the stuff that you organized, I mean, it just makes it, I, I I'm at peace with it. You know, it, it just, uh, everybody that I loved was there and it, it was just perfect. It, it was literally perfect. You really went out in style, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I think I don't think it could have been better. And a huge, we got to give a shout out to to one of your good friends, Tom Wellborn. Tom, oh yeah, <laughs> oh my goodness, guys, Tom, Uncle Tom, Tom right? <laughs> is one of the greatest guys. I hope to fly with him at some point too. He's actually in the seven eighty seven. He's a first officer. My dad and him have flown plenty of trips together back down, you know, back to the seven four days. And so Tom had originally bid for that trip to to uh, try to hold it to, as a possible backup option. He was the original first officer on it. And, and so then he obviously got, you know, United took him off the trip and Tom did everything he could to try to get still in the jump seat and be assigned to it and ended up flying out on his own to New York to surprise my dad and uh, be part of the celebration. And then now we can get into, you know, that, that next day and the final, final flight. Tom was able to join my dad, myself, my brother, Jack. In, there's two jump seats in the cockpit there and he was able to join that last flight, and it was it was a full full cockpit going into that last day. What was it, what was that feeling for you? Last time there, advancing the throttles, we're on the runway, and and it's about oh to happen. Oh my god! It it first of all, it was you know it's like the stars aligned, right? I mean, we had this gorgeous gorgeous day. You know, the the day before there had been some storms that rolled through and you know, brought some rain into the New York area, but today was sunny, gorgeous day. And we, we were taking off on uh two, two, right. And, you know, I, I always like the, your mother was sitting in five L on this flight going home. So she was on the right side of the airplane. And I was thinking to myself, Oh gosh, darn, she's not going to get a view of New York as we take off. But when we took off, they were vectoring us more they than were. usual at, at a Newark. And they brought us around to where we actually got the most spectacular view of, of New York City and, you know, Manhattan. And it was just, it, w- it was perfect. And then, and then we got vectored back more westward and, and connected up with our flight plan. But, uh, you know, it was, ju- it was just magical again. I mean, you know, and it was almost like when, before we took off, we, we were in a long line of, of yep. remember that? There was like 22 airplanes waiting to take off. And I had no problem with that. I'm like, we we can drag this out as long as same thing. We're in no rush right now. The longer I can sit here, exactly, no rush. And then, uh, 
Oh my God, the flight home was was perfect. There was no weather across. We the had country. a great flight. We, we we flew over beautiful. We got like a perfect. Just it just happened to be in the flight plan right over the Grand Canyon. Just stunning views. Getting towards the end of flight there yep. and uh, beautiful shots over the Rockies, over Lake yep. Michigan. I got pictures of everything. The flight plan that we had, we were you know routed right over Grand Canyon Airport, and then we we made a slight turn to the right. And for the people on the right side of the airplane, they got this stunning view. Right, you could actually see the Colorado looking right River. down at it. Yeah, you know, normally you don't, you don't, you don't get that view because we're either a little bit north of it or south of it, and it, it was just stunning. And then, you know, going over the uh, Rocky Mountains and uh, the the ride was smooth. I mean, it was just, it was just perfect. Everything. Was All right, perfect. we get over uh, Big Bear. Guys, for you that don't know, we kind of started our, our descent, our final descent into the uh, L.A. area as we're approaching Big Bear. And you see this beautiful mountain range, beautiful lake. And at this time of year, there's still you know some snow on the, uh, the ski resort. Uh, and we're starting down. And we're on our arrival. Going into L.A., you get cleared for your, your approach pretty far out. We've been cleared for approach 2-5 left, which was the perfect runway because we had some plane spotters that we're going to try to get a shot and a video of your last landing. And um, it was all working out, all, all lining up. You know, you're, you disconnect the autopilot, your hand flying it, enjoying it, taking in every moment. And we get close and we're, uh, you know, we, we get switched over to LA Tower, check in with LA Tower. They give us landing clearance, clear to land, 2-5 left, you know, 526 heavy. Describe that last landing. Wow. You know, when I, I, I did click off the autopilot, you know, a little further out than normal because I just wanted to experience... I was never going to fly a, a jet like that again. And we're, we're coming down and we, we got our final clearance. We're talking to tower and we're approaching, you know, we're going through 500 feet and slowly descending. And I just, I said, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I, I have to make a nice landing. This is my final landing. And uh, we're coming down, and you hear the 50, 40, 30, 20, 10. And it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a greaser. I'm not going to lie. It was a nice <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, I kid you not, you're, you're being a little modest with that. I, there, I mean, I can only imagine your last landing. You wanted it to be something that you'll always remember and you'll always, always be so proud of. You have a full boat, every seat's full on that airplane. It's a 7 8 10 at this point all of us on board and people, you know, filming it and everything. And I just, you know, I'm like, oh man, come on. I know he's going to do it. I know he's going to do it. And we get that call out and it's just the 30 to 20 to 10, that perfect slowdown and deceleration of the words being spouted out from the radar altimeter. And guys, we didn't even know, we didn't even know we were on the ground. It was that smooth. I have never felt a landing that good in my entire, <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not just saying this, not just saying this because my dad and last flight, he could not have done the most perfect just seal on a fairy tale career with that landing. It was that smooth, that much butter and just greased it on. And, uh, that was the perfect way I think to go out. You know, I, I can't tell you how, how many times I've, I've watched that. We, the plane spotter that was, he was actually, an, uh, you know, a Los Angeles airport worker. So he had clearance to be out there. And he was, he had the most beautiful Perfect vantage point. point of that, that final landing. And he was positioned right where we touched down. And it was just like, I, I watched it over and over and relived it. And it, it, it was just so perfect. It was nice. And everyone clapped. <laughs> everyone went crazy and everyone when they were deplaning 
they were saying, congratulations, what a beautiful landing, congratulations, congratulations. And I was just like overwhelmed. It was beautiful. It was, uh, I think, the it perfect, really perfect way. Everyone on board there, you know, that they, they just cared so much about you. And yeah, we were able to send you off. I don't, yeah, I, I don't think you could have written a better <laughs> story about that. <laughs> nope. I could not have written a, a better script. And that, that's why I say that's why I'm at peace with all this flying off into the sunset so to speak and and it, it just could not have gone any better and I, I have nothing but pleasant memories about this just fantastic hey, fly like a pro baby fly and then like and then pro. what about our cake oh, i love that, the cake. yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah so we went down to the uh the uh the, the chief pilot's office for our uh you know basically final salute right i mean we go we went down there and we were able to uh i was able to pick up my um uh, th- there there's a tradition that when a when a pilot is retiring you know they they you choose a photograph that you want and they they put it out there for about three months before you actually retire and then as the as the crews you know move through the chief pilot's office flight operations area they sign you know they they write stuff on on the board and and it was so special, you know, because I could I could go down there and pick that up, and of course, what you wrote on there, Bud, was just, you know just brings tears to my eyes. And uh, as a matter of fact, it's it's being framed right now. It's at the frame shop. Oh, awesome! But so yeah, went down there and 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 and, and enjoyed some nice uh, red velvet cake from Porto. It was amazing, <laughs> delicious. Had too many slices. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So I mean, all in all. This was an A plus. It, it absolutely was. I and now I, I know, have a I, with I, me. That that I got. <laughs> I got to get your take real quick, mom, on that. With with having you know the three of us up in in the cockpit there on that last landing. What what was that feeling like for you? Just like knowing that we're all there, the three of us sending the capitan off in that manner. You know how you you know how you always say that dreams come true, and that was such a dream for me. And to know that all three of you were up, you know, up in the cockpit and I was in the back as a passenger with Christine, it was such a beautiful feeling that we were all part of this, this beautiful, basically, you know, send off, like, you know, your father just said, it was such a beautiful feel that I will never, ever forget. And it's keep it's been keeping us on such a high i mean from the day that you know from that day on we have been yes you know he would have loved to have kept on flying but at the same time we are on such a high of everything that happened and how beautifully it happened and how you know wonderful and how grateful we are you know to you to you know united airlines to the social media department there to making all these beautiful memories stay with us forever because they did take gorgeous pictures you know um that are very touching to all of us and we will always have this in Absolutely. our hearts so so well said i i want to end it here capitan what kind of wisdom can you impart here on uh on on all of our listeners about your your career, your 37 years, being able to do what you did and and follow your dreams. What kind of wisdom that, that you've kind of picked up from your entire career can you uh, can you leave us with? Well, I, I would say, first and foremost, whatever you choose to do in life, and if you're fortunate enough to do something that you really love, you know, as the saying goes, you never work a day in your life. 
I, I was fortunate in that way. And, and now you are and your, your mother was and Jack is. It, it's, it's so wonderful to do something that you love and to always, always give it your best. Always perform as though no one is watching and, and enjoy what you do. And if, if you're a professional in what you do, the, the rest will take care of itself. But also enjoy every moment of what you do. When I look back on my career, it, it it's just, I, I, there's, there's nothing that I don't like about it. it it's just, and, and, and I'm, I have, I, I'm filled with gratitude. I just, I, 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 again, thank you to United for, for giving me this opportunity all these years to, to do what I love, uniting people with their loved ones and never take anything for granted. And if, and if you, if you can live like that and, and, and have a lot of love in your heart, that's, it's, it's, you're going to get many, many returns. Damn. I love that. He was yes, the best. You, Captain, you, uh, you left us with some huge shoes to fill. And I know Jack and I are going to do our absolute best to try to do that. I don't know if we'll ever match your level, but we're definitely going to strive for it and uh, do our best to make both you guys proud. So hats off to you. We salute you and I uh, just love you. Love you guys. Lo- love you more than you know, and and thank you so much for for giving you know us the opportunity to share this w- with you on your podcast. It was, Absolutely, this was fun. Love you, love you guys. We're gonna get some awesome videos too, and uh, let you guys see a little bit of what we were talking about too with the uh, the imagery. So, hope you guys enjoy. Bachelor is in the city is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City Podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.